This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> I, I have bankrolled this program. This is a production of my entities and Attitude Enterprises. This is a. I I I, I think that uh, I've given at least twenty five dollars into the into the program. Now, are you talking about the twenty five dollars you got when you pawned our equipment, or is that no 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 no? no. I'm talking about. Oh, the... you put yeah put yeah twenty five dollars yeah. in because okay. if okay. if if we never did the show and we weren't a part of it, like right. I wasn't a part of it, right? Uh, there's no there's no telling whether or not Cullen would have given <clears> us that fifty dollars that one time. That's right. That's a good so point. So I'm going to take point. credit for half that mo- that, that donation as, money. As a two-person show. Okay, yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. I see what you, I smell what you're stepping in. Yeah. I get it. Went directly to server cost, by the way. Mm-hmm. No, actually, I, I pay a bill now monthly now that I'm off the free tier. How much Amazon. is it? It's like three bucks. Oh, well. <laughs> but like I said, if we get a billion downloads, like... Yeah. The Tad Kids are going to be fine at work. That's... <laughs> That's all there is, dude. You open a coal mine somewhere? They seriously are. Yeah. I feel, see, my high end is just all type of, is that? I don't, I don't, I don't think you sounded any different than you normally sound. Yeah, but you, you don't know how podcasts are done, Matthew. You don't know. I don't know. No, I just, I'm just on one every week. It seems like you're turning me down. Check, check, check. No, I'm not turning anything down. I'm, I'm. Screwing with the. Fantastic. Great, great, great podcast here. No, don't be disrespectful. Welcome to give that some thought, everyone. <laughs> yeah, you do out the there intro. in audio land. Uh, I'll keep fucking. That guy's with it. Addison. Oh, yikes! My name is. is Matt. Yeah, uh, we're here to talk about uh, stuff and things. Stuff and things. Stuff and uh, things. Things. Addison. Stuff and ate. things in our mouths. Yeah. Stuff and things in our butts. Perhaps. Well, not not so much that. I. Uh, no. So we skipped last week. Yes, we did. We did. Um. Week before that. When we were leaving, when I was leaving, Tripod 2, you told me uh, that things were getting close. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to okay. that. What else okay. is on your mind? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, actually, I did I did come with actual content, if you want to get into that. No, we'll get to that first. We'll, we'll start Real off stuff. the show. We're going to open up the show with that, I guess, so. Okay. I guess. Well, we don't have to. No, no, it's totally fine. Um, yeah, last Friday, um, my... Uh, my nana passed away. She did. She at did. the uh, age of eighty. Um, sad time. Younger all and younger the, these days. Sad time all around uh, for the family. Um, she had uh, been battling dementia for a couple of years and um, uh, finally succumbed to some of the symptoms. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, it was, it was good. She lived with my mom, with my mom and my sister Jean, taking care of her um, the past year. Uh, and yeah. the family got to you know visit with her a little bit for before. And she was mostly lucid and and yeah, kind of I didn't realize for a while. until I went to the memorial how special it seemed like that time was. It seemed like most of your family like really appreciated. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. We no. would have we would preferred that uh, she make that transition to moving back to St. Charles earlier. Sure, my grandfather passed away. Yeah, um, how long ago was that? Seven years ago, maybe. Oh wow! But she wanted to stay in Georgia. Was she uh, alone down there then? Uh, I mean, church and friends and yeah, but living alone. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. They had been uh they had been I think they moved down there in ninety five. So she had lived down there almost twenty years at that point when he passed away. Right. So um yeah. Um but she was uh 
incredible woman. She was devoted to Jesus above all. I gathered that. Super, I, super uh... <laughs> Christian lady. Yeah. I mean, that was what the memorial service was all about that we had that you went yeah. to. Thank you, by the way, for, for showing up. My family appreciated that. Well. Um, but yeah, she was uh, way into Jesus. And uh, towards the end of life, she was always very Pentecostal, my mm-hmm. nana growing up. Very mm-hmm. charismatic, as they Did say. Did she handle snakes? No, no, no. It's not quite that. Not, Penteco- <laughs> not Pentecostal, charismatic. That's what, okay, what they called it in the 90s. Charismatic Christian. Yeah, yeah, that is what they called it in the 90s. You remember in the 90s? When, I was warned about them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you can- One of them charismatic you, churches. If you're singing, you can hold your hands in front of your body clasped yep. as much as I'm doing here. Yeah, right? as you should. Or you can hold them behind your back. Uh-huh. Perhaps down or at your sides. Your sides. Yeah, yeah. In the pockets is okay as long as you're not actively praying. Right. Okay. Right. But don't you dare raise no, those hands. I think it's above shoulder level. No. When nipples. Nip. Yeah. Okay. Above you're, the nipples. Yes. You're in trouble. Yeah. I didn't. Jesus even want, hates I didn't it. even want to raise my hand to like stretch your arm out. Right. When you're in church. People might think. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 This isn't an act of worship. I'm just. Exactly. I'm a little cramped. I've exactly. been sitting all day. Uh, <laughs> not Nana. I remember when right. I was like six, seven years old and. Uh, we all went to Ridgecrest Baptist Church. Right. My grandpa and my nana and me and my mom, and my two sisters. We huh. all went to Ridgecrest Baptist Church. And uh, I'm sorry, I, I say that only because of the word Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was Southern Baptist. Oh, good times. Mm. So that's why you're all fat. Yes, got it. Okay. No, okay. I grew up in Southern Baptist churches, man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, no need for any more explanation. From the time I was like four until they they sure can't eat. I tell you that. Four until I was like 18, 19, Southern Baptist churches, man. Right. Yeah. So a significant portion of my life. But I remember Nana was a hand raiser. There were about, there were no two or three hand raisers. In the Baptist church. In the Baptist church, yes. I'm not. I'm, to regular ass hymns, though. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Um, see, yep. that's, no, no, that doesn't fly where I come from. And uh, so she was the charismatic one. Very mm. charismatic. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, a time. Nowadays, you walk into a Baptist church, and depending on the style of the church, the church, yeah, it's yeah. going to be completely acceptable to be charismatic. Yeah, you know, raise your hands because yeah. we it's we live in the Hillsong generation. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. If you don't listen to Hillsong, you're not going to heaven. Oh man, more I, water references. I do not want to go to that heaven. <laughs> You've if, seen that video, though, right? Uh, yes, yeah. I have. That's very good. Um, <laughs> if, hold on, uh, hold on. We'll let you do good, good father. <laughs> uh, no, if 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 if. Hillsong Heaven is the kind uh-huh. of heaven. If Hillsong uh-huh. is doing the soundtrack to heaven, you're to get I'm you a fine. ticket to hell. I'm gonna go to to hell where ACDC is playing. Okay, every night <laughs> the same song on loop, That's but right. it's better, right? Than <laughs> than Hillsong. Hillsong United. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm sorry. It is uh, popular. I I have heard a lot of bad things about Hillsong too. Is like how it's run. Oh, the, church? the churches are yeah. run like yeah. very corporate style. Yeah. You know, no, yeah, a bureaucracy and a, religion, a gigantic, no. a, a gigantic church that takes no. that takes in Man, millions and millions and millions of dollars in re- revenue every no. year. That's just just happens to be tax free. No taxes. <laughs> well, that is the best part about starting your own religion. Which is which? I don't think it, I don't think that I think churches are taxed in Australia, which is where they're they're from. Oh, where they started. Yeah. So I think once they became popular in the United States. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's like a dozen Hillsong United mega churches around the United States. Yeah, like they immediately moved into the United States when they had the funds, right? And opened up shop, right? The, the, the land of the free and the tax free, tax avoidance, man. Five hundred one c three. Let's be honest. Five hundred one c three. Anyway, <clears throat> we should make this podcast a charity. <sighs> then we won't get taxed. I won't have that big bill at the end of it. I mean, I, I feel like it's a charity for <laughs> for for for, for, uh, for me sometimes having to listen to you. Well, you know, you know. 
but uh, yeah, no. I, so I went to the memorial. Good times. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, the best times that you can have, I suppose. At, at a memorial. Wasn't for, expecting uh, to cry. Someone who passed. Wasn't passed expecting away. to cry. Yeah, you said you got choked up a little bit when, I, mom, I, when yeah, my mom was did, speaking. Man. She did the eulogy. Well, it was just like what your mom meant, and then and then really it was the thought I shared with you afterwards. I was like, "Fuck, man, people aren't selfless anymore." Yeah, yeah. Like, there's none of them. There's nobody. There's no people that that are like that. Yeah, my mom is. <coughs> well, yeah, because she's next. I mean, I. <laughs> well, no, she's, she's. I mean, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're just not like you don't find a dude or a chick our age who behaves that way. I mean, I who think is selfless. I, I think I, I know a few. I know a few. Well. Um, Missionaries don't count, Matthew. <laughs> I don't know. It just I was like I was like, oh man, that's all oh, this is and I didn't even know her. Like I didn't I never met her. I wasn't, you know, yeah. and but uh yeah, folks aren't folks are real real, real concerned with themselves these days. Yeah. Myself included. Like because that's what I was doing. I was holding the mirror to myself and I was like, God, I was like <laughs> I was like, if this was yours, nobody would be able to stand up and say a single nice thing. Yeah. Because you're just you're a selfish prick. Well, I think like, it, it goes back to to the the number one lesson I think my, my nana taught was pure love of Jesus. Yeah, pure that too. Like pure. That, where does that come from? That doesn't exist. Not not love of the what you get out of church, right? But the love of giving into it. Yeah, right. So that's the kind of person she was, and uh, I think that's the kind of person my mom is. Uh, I think that's the kind of person my sisters. Uh, or that way, um, I have a brother who's like that. You know, no. uh, I'm certainly not. <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. Well, it's the devil's lettuce, Matt. You keep, you know, maybe it is. You keep lighting it on fire, and what do you expect to happen? By the way, took one toke and went gay. Speaking of that, uh, <laughs> what's the what's the appropriate gift for a ten year anniversary? Look ten that up real quick. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Well, you're gonna have to buy me one because I am celebrating. Ten years uh, of a relationship. The tenth wedding anniversary is traditionally celebrated with gifts of tin or aluminum. Okay, all right. So, so I got to smoke it out of a foily tonight because. I, <laughs> are you going to chase the dragon? What Be, is why? What's the ten? It's the tenth anniversary of my relationship with the Giggle Bush. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. I didn't start smoking or even try it until I was twenty-five. Good. Yeah. Good. Brain development mostly completed. Yes, and and that's that's a key thing that that I've oh, heard with, with the mar- that I, I well I not just heard I know with marijuana is that yeah you start smoking it too young that's when you get that's when yeah. you have the 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 problems mentally yeah you know? yeah um anyway so ten years uh right. yeah ten years ten or aluminum I I get you I think I got like a coke can on my the floor of my car that's aluminum <laughs> no uh, I I do people still collect cans can you turn them in. I don't know. I don't know. Let's go ask a hobo. Is that a hustle? There's always a hustle. There is always a hustle. There's always anyway, a hustle. Anyway, back to my nana. Yeah. Great lady. You guys smoked together, is what you were saying. No, no. no <laughs> that would not have uh, flown at all. Right. It was It was weird because... Uh, well, it, but what your mom was saying about California? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, I was like, Matt's grandma sounds like a hippie. Like, went out there to pursue a career of, like, singing... And then just like found a dude and then moved somewhere with him. Yeah, I was like, "Geez, Nana, what's what's the deal here?" Um, Sounds kind of like a hippie. I don't, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Um, no, but after that, after, after that point, she uh, she then met you know my grandfather and the two got yeah. married and forty years, I think forty years plus together, something like that. Um, anyway, um, yeah, she had two. So my mom, my mom had two 
stepbrothers from right. uh, previous marriages that she had had. But uh, yeah, great lady, fantastic. Um, and I always remember her standing on the veranda of her oh, old Victorian, yeah. Yeah. waving both her hands at at us as we came up the driving old suburban. Yeah, it was a uh, yeah good uh, good lady. Um, but the number one memory mm-hmm. I have of my nana is a story I tell to some people, not to everybody. Um, <laughs> and it's a story that I bring out not not usually when I'm drunk or when I'm stoned or anything. It's just when uh, I've kind of gained the trust of somebody a little bit. Right. And it's almost become a performance piece at this point. I've only maybe done it six to eight times. <laughs> right. You've had more Dundies at this but point. But this story <laughs> is the Mr. Miyagi story. Hmm. So, you know, when you're, when I was 1990, it must have been 96, mm-hmm. I think 1996, I was 12 or 13. It was the first year that my grandparents had that old Victorian house in Macon, Georgia. Right. Uh, they'd been there for like a year. And uh, me and my sisters, two of my sisters went down there for uh, a trip just to visit them. Mm-hmm. Right, and my mom and dad were, you know, doing Their doing thing. doing other yeah. things, you know, yeah. away with away away from the kids. I, you really do hate kids. <laughs> I. <laughs> so we spent a, we spent a week with them, uh-huh. and there's not a whole lot of stuff you can do. But after in Georgia, <laughs> well, well, you know, at that point, my grandpa still worked uh, at McDonald Douglas. Oh yeah, and so he would go to work during the day, and then so because I, I would usually hang out with him at night, we watch Cardinals baseball, or I'd help him with a project that he was working on on the house. Right, and you know, we'd have a big dinner every night with my nana, or we'd go out to eat somewhere. Just you know, fun stuff grandparents Grandparent like stuff. to do for yeah. with, their, yeah. with their grandkids. And my grandpa would tell me stories and 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 talk shit on on. Uh, on Joe Torre. Oh, man, he hated Joe Torre. <laughs> Cardinals manager in 95. Yeah. Hated yeah. him. I remember Joe Torre. Yeah. That was when I paid attention to sports. Yeah. Oh, he talked sh- talk shit on the way Torre managed, and he talked shit on anybody who hit a home run. You hit a home run, and he'd be like, ah, be better if they... Uh, uh, singles and doubles. Singles and doubles. <laughs> Speed and defense. Right. That's how you win. Ba- ba- he was a total whitey ball guy. That's for all the baseball fans out there. Anyway. um, Yeah, but so, so one afternoon, I'm, I'm just have nothing to do. And my grandfather has, was a weird form of auti- autistic in which... <laughs> That's where you get it. Got it. It is. He's incredib- <laughs> he was an incredibly smart guy, engineer from McDonnell Douglas for most of his life. Um, but he had this thing that he liked to do, which VCR technology was, you know... Well, the, the up-and-comer. I don't know, f- f- 20 years old at that point. Right. But he had been way into it from the very beginning. Okay. I mean, he had all... He had the latest tech in in VCRs. Okay? Right. And he had maybe a thousand movies that Jeez. he had taped off of television onto VHSs. My dad used to do that. Yeah. That was that was the day, kids. And he had probably four hundred to five hundred VHSs in this eh, maybe not that. Maybe three to four hundred VHSs in these two cases with glass panels on the front. Yeah. And he had a little black book that listed <laughs> them alphabetically. Like his horse. <laughs> but they were movies. The movies alphabetically. Right. And, and where they were? Corresponding number. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? And so then you'd go and you'd pick the VHS off, you know, with the number or whatever. Right. And there you go. Yeah. And I thought it was neat. Now, clean so. movies, dirty movies, all movies? Clean movies. Classic classic Hollywood oh, okay. movies. Okay. Okay. Jo- a lot of John Wayne. That sort of thing. Oh, some John Wayne. Yeah. 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 A lot of Elvis. A lot oh, of God. Elvis. A lot of Rodgers and Hammerstein for my nana because she was mm. way into that. 
Yeah. Um, some uh, some newer stuff, some Clint Eastwood <laughs> for them newer, you know. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I so one day because my nan was huge into movies, just loved the Hollywood thing, right? Right. Motion pictures, I think, as she called them. Uh, <laughs> the talkies. That's right. Them, their talkies. That's them, right. they're going to go down and see one of them, their talkies. Right. Anyway, so let's back this up. Okay. Okay. My grandpa's VHS collection. Right. Nana. One of them was porn, Matt. You know, one of them was. I don't know. One of There's them. No was. way of telling. Out of three hundred. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Be serious with yourself. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. And, and maybe they couldn't have been because people were good back then. Yeah, yeah. They're not now, man. Yeah. They're not, they're all ruined. Mm-hmm. Twitter ruined them all. Yeah. I'm I'm really depressed. Lately. Go ahead. Okay. So. <laughs> so I've come to see Dr. Matt. My Nana grew up in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Okay, sure. Around there. And when she was 17, 18, she was named uh, Miss Fort Smith, Arkansas. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Look at her. Uh my mom has a picture of her in her pageant bathing <laughs> bathing suit. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. With her with her sash. Do you care if all... I get a copy of that picture? Uh I I can't even get a copy of that picture. I've I've actually Googled it and binged it and I can't find it. Yeah, because I wouldn't find it. And that, that's what my Matt mom, does when he gets drunk. It's hidden somewhere in my mom's stuff. Yeah. It's never coming out. Cause because right. my nana was drunk here. Matt is just Rich Mullins on YouTube and yeah. binging his aunt's bikini pics. <laughs> it wasn't a bikini, it was a nineteen fifties, forty style whole, bathing yeah, suit. I anyway. <laughs> uh, because my mother was, you know, right. My nana was ashamed of that part of her life. I think. No kidding. Not, not ashamed in that she could ever forgive herself or right. that she was, you know, a whore because she certainly wasn't. Yeah. But she uh, went after that sort of accolade. Well, I think that she went after she she was she was ashamed that she went after that Hollywood vibe. Right? Yeah. That Hollywood thing. And once she found Jesus. Yeah. Right. She didn't. She rejected that as you know being her former sinful self. Right. No kidding. And now she's found the truth and light, and she's going to run after that. So uh, it was never really talked about. Or very Yeshua, much. as he's known. Or Yeshua, as he's mm. known. <sighs> I hate. We'll, t- hate we'll talk about Jews later, Matt. Beth Yeshua. Stay on. Stay on topic. Anyway. Um. <laughs> so she had uh, been crowned Miss Four Smith, Arkansas, and look at that. Decides. I'm going to go make it as a Hollywood actress. I'm going to be on the silver screen and moves to Hollywood. Because of, because of one local town pageant? Because that, that's the point. Well, like, Fort Smith, uh, Arkansas back then was banging, okay, man. Right, I mean, well, it was well. like the next Little Rock, okay? <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to, you know, one day Miss Fort Smith, the next day Lucille fucking Ball over here. <laughs> uh, you never can tell. She was. They were well, both redheads. Okay. They both had cur- curly red hair. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh... She says she's gonna, you know, move to move to Hollywood, and she does. That, and, that's what's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So along the way, you know, you know, I'm 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 not a hundred percent certain of the details. Right, right. But here's where you go back to the VHSs. Mm-hmm. Bored one afternoon, nothing going on, so I decide to watch one of their movies, and right. I pick out <clears throat> the Karate Kid. I've the original Karate Kid. Oh man, it's a classic 1980s piece of cinema. It's it's amazing. There's a lot of nostalgia, obviously, right? So it wouldn't be too, as good to you, but it's a pretty good flick. Uh, there's a character in there named Mr. Miyagi, right? Mm-hmm. He's the old karate master that teaches the uh, 
the young oh I can't forget the karate the kid <laughs> he teaches the karate kid how to be in karate how to be how to yeah. do karate yeah anyway so uh, I'm watching the karate kid halfway through it and my nana walks through the room uh huh and uh, she says oh you're watching the karate kid when she sees what I'm watching and right. she sits down for a minute right and starts watching it with me. And she's like, Pat Morita, he's such, I, I loved him so much. He was just, he was so great. And I'm like, who's Pat Morita? And she's like, Mr. Miyagi. I'm like, you knew Mr. Miyagi? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I knew him. We, uh, we worked at the, at a club together in Hollywood. So there's, what? <laughs> there was a club that, uh-huh. uh, when my nana was just starting out or maybe in the end of her career in Hollywood or who knows along the line it was. But she was working as uh, a burlesque dancer. Oh. At a comedy club in which Pat Morita was a stand-up comic. <laughs> he was a stand-up comic. I don't know if I like where this is headed. Just kidding. I really like where it's headed. <laughs> <laughs> you found your grandfather. <laughs> I'm not Japanese. Uh. Actually, I think he's from Okinawa. Anyway, so... Uh, Eventually, I said, Nana, how, how well did you know Mr. Miyagi? Did you know him well? Right. Because it was like, did you just meet him one time, or did you were you guys friends? Right. She's like, well, as well as two people can know each other. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, but that's in the past, praise Jesus. Right. Right. And, uh... <laughs> stop, stop it. Don't. Don't sully this moment. I'm trying. Not and it wasn't until several years later uh-huh. that I realized what she had said because my twelve year old mind, right. my twelve year old yeah. homeschooled mind, right. not not sexualizing at that point, right? You know, um, yeah. I so I I occurred to me maybe five six years later what she meant by that. <laughs> at the very least. My nana gave Mr. Miyagi an old fashioned. At the very There's least, only stop it. Sex. Stop. Do not. <laughs> don't. <laughs> However, yeah, that's not where the story ends. Uh, you've heard the first. You found part. your grandfather. <laughs> you've heard the first part of the Mr. Miyagi story, and everybody else has. Yeah, but there's a part two. Right. That uh, okay. I've there's a part two. Okay, the part two is this: is that see you next week, everybody out there in Audio Land. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. And we're back. Right. Uh, the part two is this: is that even though yeah, my nan had a ton of things that she regretted doing, like everybody else in this fucking world does. Yeah, every single person walking around. Has a ton of regrets. Mm-hmm. Everybody traumatizes everybody else. You cause trauma in your life mm-hmm. and in other people's lives. I cause trauma in my own life and in other people's lives on almost a daily basis. Yeah. It's called sin. And we do it to each other. Mm-hmm. And you can't help but be traumatized in this world. Yeah. You can't help but cause trauma to other people right it's going to happen eventually so the only thing you can do is commit yourself as much best you can 
to not causing trauma. And right. instead, and then the only way you can do that, because you're not going to be able, perfect, you're not going to be able to heal your own sinful nature. Right. Of course not. You can't do it. You can't be perfect. So you can't really heal your own trauma or the traumas of anybody else's. Right. The only thing you can do is help other people get over their own trauma. And in so, healing your own trauma. You can't undo your, your past traumas. Huh. So, <clears throat> what my mom talked about at the eulogy, right? Yeah. It was about how my Nana taught her how to be a mom and how to, how to, how to really love Jesus and how to really love others. Yeah. And my Nana <clears throat> healed her trauma by helping heal somebody else's trauma. Hmm. And that's the only way that we can heal, really, is to help other people. Hmm. And that's the Mr. Miyagi story. Hmm. Pretty good story, huh? Not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. Great story. Compelling and rich. Thank you, Mr. Burgundy. It was compelling and rich. Uh, yeah, no, I went and, and, yeah, those were sort of the things I was impressed with. And, um, yeah, it was weird for me because the last time I had been to a funeral, if I'm not mistaken, was my grandma. Yeah. Or at least one that really stuck with me. <laughs> I apologize if I've been to anybody's funeral and I yeah. skipping it. Um and I was probably shoot, what was I, like twenty three at the time or something? And um it, 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 and that sort of brought a lot of that back. Just because it was like that with my grandma. And I was like Boy, there's not a bad bone in your body. Like yeah. it's just you're just because my grandma was that way too. Mm-hmm. Just so into Jesus, and yeah, I'm so far from that that I wonder if I could even get there with the hardest work. Right? If I if I really leaned into it, if I put everything I've got into trying to be like that, mm-hmm. if I could even get that far, like your grandma or mine. Uh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I don't know, man. Because when you, you say I don't you, know. say you, you say you want to do a hobby, say you want to pick up a hobby, say say you want to pick up pick up cross country skiing, <laughs> right? Do you know how to ski? I do not. Never been on no, a pair of skis. Neither do I. Yeah. Never ever been on a pair of skis. And holla to that because that sounds <clears throat> awful. <laughs> uh, it sounds like you'd be sore the next day. You're outside. You're yep. wet. You're uh-huh. cold. Yep. yep. Cross me all out. Yep. <laughs> That's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, say, but say you want to take up cross-country right, skiing. Right, And the first time you put on the skis, guess what? You're probably going to fall on your ass. Flat on your face, yeah. You're going to fail. You're going to mm-hmm. fail a lot. Yeah. So when it comes to being things like wise and loving others, it's just but like- it's impossible. Any, Why are they all but stupid? But see, it goes against your nature. <laughs> yeah. Doing yeah, the wise exactly. thing, yeah. doing loving other people, the putting other people's thing. first. The selfless thing. Yeah. Other people first. Right, that's a, totally against our own our our physical nature. Right, the 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 pre the the pre programmed codes that we are. Right, when we first start out in this game called life. Mm-hmm. Right, we have it's all about us, mm-hmm. and we have to reprogram that, and it takes a lot of time. So I think the reason why we look at our grandparents, maybe, probably because we want to look through at. Through them at them at through rose color colored lenses, but right, and because I was thinking about that, I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm sure Matt's grandma had you know things that were unsavory. You she know? could be very catty. 
She was very catty. Right. And she was, and I'm uh, sure my grandma did too. Very blunt to the point of hurting people's feelings. Right. Uh, she, I think there were more than a couple times where she told my older sister Jean she would be prettier if she lost weight. <laughs> Yeah, which is a terrible thing to say to yeah, like it's not nice. a ten year old. Yeah. Oh Christ. Yeah. That's that's young. Yeah. yeah. Like Jean now But it's could like throw some body positivity shit in her face and get over it. But like that's that yeah, you don't don't yeah. don't be doing that to a ten year old. Exactly. That's disrespectful. It's just it's that's it's disrespectful. It's, anyway. But so she was not without her flaws, but Sure, of course. Um, anyway, so so it's a learned behavior, being yeah. nice to other people. It's a learned behavior. Yeah, God. I, I don't think I've learned it. I really, truly have don't. Have you ever had to teach a toddler how to bite somebody? Oh, God. Hey, did you ever had, have to teach Lucas how to bite? My kids. No, you had to. They've gotten real you, bad. You had to teach them. In the last, like, two weeks. Probably because they're, they're picking up on. Like I'm sorry for the people that this is going to offend, but my kids are cunts. My kids. <laughs> wow. My kids. My, the last two weeks. And they fight. They fight one another. Yeah. Like they 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 used to be best friends, like real best friends. And now now it's just you know, oh we've had you know, fourteen seconds of silence. So I guess I'll punch the other one in the face. I mean seriously, that's that's how it is. And I'm just like, what is what is how? And those to me are the things that speak the most against evolution. Yeah, my kids my kids are dicks. They're horrible. Well, just it's it's just constant punching and hitting and jumping, and if something is on something, it must be knocked off. <laughs> like like it just it and like I was saying, that's the number one thing to me that speaks against evolution because I'm like, well, how would we have ever made it? Yeah. <laughs> how is there? How is there? Uh, you know, an Elon Musk or a Carl Sagan or or whoever? You know, mm-hmm. how, how is there a, a Jeff Bezos? Like when when we have the tendency to be like that, yeah. <laughs> Specialized breeding programs, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we can get into that. On Genetically engineered star children, right? From yeah. the planet Venus. You think Bezos is an alien? No, I think he's just a weird. Dude. You think Musk is an alien? No, I think he's that's just a, a pretty weird, popular theory. Weird People dude. think he's an alien. He's just a weird dude with a weird accent. Yeah, oh. that's all. That's it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Where were a- we? Anyway. uh... Oh, you don't have to teach a kid to bite. Oh, yeah. And you, that's when I started have, talking about yeah. how horrible my kids are. You don't have to are. teach a kid to bite. <laughs> yeah. You no, have to keep, you don't. Teach, you have you to don't. teach a child not to bite. Yeah, and sit the fuck down and shut up. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, I know. So <laughs> bad behaviors you have to untrain, right? Yeah. And you have, it takes a while to train in the good ones. The pre-programming is to be a dick. And so when you have somebody who, even though they're flawed, right, who continues to work on themselves into being a better person... Chances are, by the end of the, their life, they're a really good person. They might be close to becoming a, a really good person, right? You know, and see, that's my thing. Like, I'm 30, and I, I, I I'm, and we have, especially when you have somebody who does it religiously, right? Yeah, is a religious follower of Jesus, right? Yeah, who does their best to, to you know, be like Jesus. At the end of their life, might be like Jesus. Yeah, I went to church this weekend, uh, as I do most weekends. And <laughs> okay, sure. And uh, the message was about the Holy Spirit, man. Yeah. And um, it was really, really good. Yeah. I mean, it was the first time in a long time I was like, oh, he's really saying some good stuff. Yeah. Um, just in the context of because 
you know, my I go to one of them their fancy churches. Um, so they have the the church has an app, and of course they, they do. They, of course they of do. Of course, yeah, of course. Because why wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You should have three apps. Um, but in, within the app, and this is what I really like about it, because it's not just like here's the sermon or whatever, but like they they will take feedback in in the message. You can like ask questions during that. Mm-hmm. And the question that they asked was like, I forget the exact phrasing, but it was like, what What is your main? Do they have a live feed run like running behind the pastor? Like no, a, they like don't. A, like they a Twitter don't. ticker? Be, yeah, that'd be troll on CNN, troll central. Yeah, but uh, no, no, no. They take it and then like like some of the pastors will sort of curate like the most common answers as like, oh, this is what people are asking, mm-hmm. you know. Um, at least I think is what they do with it. Um, but the the question that they asked was like. Forget the phrasing, but it was like, what do you think, or how do you, what does the Holy Spirit mean to you, or something? Yeah. And like, my answer was like, I, I, I don't know. And, and this is kind of what I wanted to pick your brain about. So I've heard people say, the Holy Spirit told me to X, mm-hmm. or I felt the Holy Spirit say X. Yeah. Right. And conceptually, I understand that. Mm-hmm. I get what they're saying. Right. But that has never happened to me. And I don't, I don't know, like, how do you do that? Because your grandma, I'm sure, right? At some point. I mean, I'm sure she said things like that. Yeah. Right? I mean, it was in a foreign language, so I couldn't understand it. (laughs) Did your grandma speak in tongues? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Oh, no kidding. Oh, oh, yeah. She was, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've only heard somebody do that once. Uh, Never again. I've seen it quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's, uh, now, she never did it, like, stand up in church and do it. But like right. she'd be walking through the house, and you just hear her just saying gibberish to herself, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh yeah, Nana's speaking, walking around the house, speaking in tongues, touching everything three times, and praying in the Holy Ghost to bless her house." Now I don't want to be disrespectful, but so how did you guys know? Like, at what point were you like, "Oh wait, this is actually dementia"? Like, <laughs> I don't want to be when uh, she like because <clears throat> that seems pretty <laughs> when she when my mom got a call from her dentist in uh-huh. Georgia. Uh huh. My nana was uh, very particular about her teeth. Well, and so she was at the dentist a couple times, three or four times every year, probably. Good for her. Um, <laughs> and uh, when her dentist office called my mom, yeah, um, who's was, several states was, away, yeah, seven hundred miles away, <laughs> and yeah. says, uh, "Well, so Nancy has driven through the sign in front of uh, our building." Oh. She drove her Lincoln Navigator through a stone sign made of stone and cement and kept going. My mom asked and her. And then just like, what, walked in and asked for a filling? or like, No, what kept the- going. Just drove home. Oh, oh, like on the way out. Like I'm- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And, uh, so they knew, they're like, oh, well, there goes Nancy. And uh, <laughs> she told my mom later that she, she, she didn't stop because she didn't know if she hit it or not. Which I don't know how you can not know, but that was that was that was okay. That was so the that's, last straw. That's a that was the last yeah. straw that you 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 you're not you're moving back yeah, to you're, Missouri. Yeah. So <laughs> anyhow, uh, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how, how the whole, how I'm supposed to interact with the Holy Spirit. So Nana is the reason why I'm. If into, you could just give me some instructions, I, 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 I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. <laughs> Nana is uh, the reason why I'm into uh, magic. Magic and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. and to the esoteric and the spiritual, mm-hmm. because once upon a time, my nana gave because my nana was a big believer in rebuking things, right? Rebuking in the Holy Spirit. She was very uh, kind of a magical person, 
Right. She would uh, say verses as spells, kind of. Yeah. Quoting a verse over a certain, certain area of her house. Right. Right. Um, and, uh, but now knowing what you do now, I hate to cut you off, but knowing what you know now and everything, would you say that there's legitimacy to that? Yeah. She just didn't know that she was doing it. She's in that ritual. Or yeah. Whatever. But yeah. she did have, my Nana was a little OCD every mm-hmm. time that, uh, she was classically late as she was always running late. Always, 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 because she would always have to go around her house and readjust everything two or three times before she left the house. Mm-hmm. And I think it was her ritual. She was a, a little OCD. It was her ritual, mm-hmm. but I remember her in that old Victorian they had, and she would go from room to room, and she would say prayers here and there, and quote a Bible verse here and there, and but she was blessing her house as she was going around touching everything and moving and every, everything. They were leaving, right? Yeah. So she had to bless the house before they left. Yeah. And it was, was very ritualistic, and I think that house that they had, I mean, both houses that I knew that they they had while I was growing up and and everything. Yeah, they always felt like home. Yeah, like well, no home. evil spirits. Of course, they felt like home. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, Matt, I think I ask you know out of curiosity, but, both mine and the listeners. So, when you have to be at work at eight, what time do you get up? I'm just you know totally unrelated. <laughs> just curious. Seven <laughs> forty. <7:40. laughs> so when I roll out of bed. Yeah. Um. Three <laughs> thirty. So when I was like 12 or 13, she yeah. gave my mom uh, a book. And I remember this book. It was about 100 pages long, 120 pages long. It was pink on the outside. Mm-hmm. And it had these it pigs. Our changing bodies. Oh. No, it had these pigs on the front with wings flying around. Yeah. So when and I don't fly. remember the, the author, but it was called Pigs in the Parlor. Okay. And it was about demons. Was it by Crowley? It was, I don't know. It was about demons. Yeah. And it was about... Uh, um. How evil spirits and evil things with ha- can have demons attached, and how you can have pig spirits, right? Yeah, pigs in the parlor was just a cute name for it, right? A cute, cute, na- cute name for a bo- cute name book for about demonology um, <laughs> and evil spirits. But it was about how evil spirits can have negative things, and how oh. or how 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 things that you own or have around you can have negative energy, negative spirits. Called them demons in the book, but still, right? You know, how they can principles, how they can attach to people and, and objects and stuff like that. Yeah. And she gave it to my mom, and I don't think my mom ever read it, and I don't. She de- she definitely doesn't have it now. Oh bummer! If I find that book while I'm out shopping, you want me to grab it for you? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Keep my eye out. And uh, I remember for like maybe a summer or a year or two, you read it though, didn't it you? It sat on this table that my mom had, which it was a coffee table kind of a lamp table right then had a lower shelf that was smaller where the legs met met at the bottom and it sat on a couple, a couple other older books and sat on top of that and uh, wasn't allowed to read it so when people would go to bed at night i would go read it go upstairs i'd grab it and bring it downstairs and yeah. read and then return it and yeah i know. would do the same thing because my mom my mom stapled together um the pages in frank Peretti's oath where the they sleep together Visible Come confusion. Come on. Come on, Matt. Your nanny used to bless things, okay? Like, we're, right, we're down no. this road okay. now. Yeah, no, okay. you're right. No, you're right. Fair point. <laughs> My mom stapled together the pages. And and so, obviously, you know, after she let us read it. And and that's a great fucking book, by the way, about the way the way sin infects people instead of the oath. Great. Yeah. Tremendous. Okay. Um, but, yeah, of course. So, you know, when mom's out of the house, 
obviously I'm going to go unstaple it and read it and then staple it back together again. You know, same principle, of course. <clears throat> that and also whenever she left us alone at the library, I went straight to the biology section, you know, just trying to see some titties. As you would. Yeah, of course. Absolutely as of you course. would. Of course, yep. Yeah. I think I think by the I think the fetishizing it negatively, if you will, if that's even the right terminology, um, sort of created all the sexual dysfunction I have right now. Yeah, yeah, that's, could be, could be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, I, re- I read this book and it was kind of like, whoa, this is this, this is, is out there, crazy yeah. weird stuff, and it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, but years later, when I was uh, going down the conspiracy paths and. Every turn, you, you go down conspiracy long enough, you're going to hit demons eventually. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. single conspiracy. And so, as I'm, I'm learning more about it and reading reading about it and, and really coming to understand like esoteric and religious stuff when it comes to the occult, uh, yeah, I realized that my Nana was doing that without really knowing what she was doing it. She was practicing a right. form of magic, a ritual magic, in protecting her space. I I really do think. Now she just protected in a charismatic Christian way. Yeah. And later on she 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 did it in a messianic Jewish way. Uh, <laughs> she let a menorah. The, no, but she had a mezuzah. She had a uh, menorah, but I don't, which never lit it. Yeah. Uh, she had a, the mezuzah thing, which is the little scroll that you put in a black box on your doorpost. Yeah. Yeah. And you walk in and you touch it and remember the verse that's inside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She had a couple of those. Um, but yeah, she spent uh, the last years of her life attending a uh, Messianic Jewish church. Beth Yeshua in Macon, Georgia. Which means, of course... Now, do they do those folks keep the law? Uh, I don't... Some do, some don't. I don't I, so I that's don't, what my cousin believes. I've told I, you about him. Yeah, I think... Th- they believe Christ was the Messiah, but yeah. that they should keep the law. Yeah, they definitely keep kosher. Which, fucking figure out. But I'm not shit. sure if they do, like, every single other thing. Yeah. You know, huh. the ma- the dress and everything like that. See, now, the Messianic Jewish sort of thing, that to me, because I, I grew up with a couple of those and I wasn't really, you know, that online, so to speak. Um, but that to me is more out of like respect or like I, I really like the Jewish traditions and the yeah. Jewish, you know, as how they pertain to the Messiah, you know, whereas my cousin like lives on a mountain, like tassels, they don't shave, they cover their heads. Mm-hmm. All the Jewish feasts they celebrate, like yeah. they keep the law. They believe that there's scriptural evidence that Christ came to be a part of the law and not to throw it out. Yeah, which is bullshit. But <laughs> <laughs> to fulfill the law, right? Right, right. Is what the verse says to fulfill the law. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, what was the point of the law anyway? To lead us to Christ. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So now that he's here. Damn, we'll do whatever we want. Uh, no, no, we'll not really. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, that's I think we're pretty thing, clearly instructed I... to follow the examples of Jesus <laughs> and live well, that sort of life. He was kind know? of a prick, to the money changers at least. Yeah, but they deserved it. <laughs> uh, no, my thing is, I don't I don't know how to hear from the Holy Spirit, man. And I don't yeah. know. So is there a certain set of prayers, I should say? Or like, you know, do I should I burn incense? Or like, what? how, like, how do I? No, I think that you need. Matt, how do I be a Christian? I think probably how... meditate. Go meditate. Really? You meditate. Think so? Start meditating for an hour a day. Okay. Do that with do that with a two year old and a four year old. <laughs> oh, it's a four a.m. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Get up at four a.m. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. 
Uh, I get up at five fifty every day. Rise and shine. That, uh, or is that like call it rise and grind? Yeah, that might be, that might be a good thing. Medi- meditate, uh, but but get in contact with spirituality, like mm. not just the cookie cutter. I go to church. Yeah, I believe in something called the Holy Spirit, but I've never actually experienced it. Yeah, like, you really do need to kind of plumb the depths of just spirituality in general, right? Because, and you are going to give me some of that weed, right? Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. Because. <laughs> Here's here's the thing. I Christianity is the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Look at that. But how he is the way, the truth, and the life? How many years we've been doing this show and I finally brought you to Jesus? I'm gonna put you down in my soul winning book. <laughs> how? Yeah. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life? That's what you're unclear on. That's I think where you have a lot of gray areas. And you have a the how does it function? What's the function in the nature of the universe? Well, I, I see, and here's my thing. So then how would the Holy Spirit then work? Because the Holy Spirit is not a created thing. So you're ask, kind of asking how God works. How does God work? Yeah. I've never hold, felt the Holy Spirit, so is it all bullshit? Well, I've never felt God, so is it all bullshit? Right, right. right. But it has to come from somewhere. And ultimately, I think that there has to be some sort of unknowable, supernatural force that created the universe. God. Right? God. Right. So the Holy Spirit is simply That's how... kind of exactly what the pa- when Pastor God said on manifests, yeah. right, in this world. Yeah. To us. Or at least the way he's manifesting now, right? You, you mean Joy FM. <laughs> no, I don't mean Joy FM. <laughs> yeah. I mean the undefinable connection Between that we us. all know that yeah. we have yeah. to each other and to... Every single other particle, planet, star in the every single other physical thing, both of every single created thing, both physical and spiritual, we are connected to because we are part of the same system, the system that God created. Cut there's, from the same cloth. There's only one system, right? And yeah. whether it's spiritual in nature or physical in nature, you're still a part of that one system. The Holy Spirit then being a part of God who res- out, resides outside of uh that that create creation outside of the universe no what if that is the 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 mechanism whereby god teaches us the song that is that we're all singing it's the song of the universe john 1 1 uh-huh. in the beginning was the word, the word was with god. And the he word quoted was that god. sunday he i'm telling the, you it's a great you really should have been there he was in the beginning with god and it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, back in Genesis 1-1. And the earth was formless and without void, yeah. and, and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And God spoke, right? right. The, the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Right. Okay? Right. And God spoke. God spoke a word, a word that went out and became us, became reality, became the universe. Yeah. Both the spiritual and physical aspects of the universe. And so that is, it, I, I like to think of it as we're all part of uh, a song, which, by the way, is Gerald Tolkien's creation <laughs> myth, is that there's these created beings that are all singing, and, and they're all singing to the creator, and out of their song creates now, all it, of Middle Earth. You're talking and, about like the else. back of the dollar bill? The all singing eye? No. Oh, <laughs> All okay. singing oh, eye. That's... Fantastic. Hilarious. 
I'm trying to wax poetic on the nature of the universe. You're cracking puns over talking here. about the all singing eye. Yeah. Anyway, so so what what if it what if it's that and and the manifestation of God is in the law, right? The manifest manifestation of God in the universe mm-hmm. of giving the universe purpose mm-hmm. would be us, right? Because we're here for a reason. Humans. Yeah. Consciousness, right? So if a tiger is conscious, right, he's a part of that song too, but not fully, not the way we are. Right, right. right. He might just be the guy in the back on the oboe, but we're in the choir, okay? Belting. Right? Yeah. So because of consciousness, because of our ability to to understand Reason. Yeah. the universe and understand uh, purpose and what we're supposed to be doing, right? So, however, we lose sight of that. We, we sin. And because of our sin nature, God has to give us the law, which is imperfect. The whole point of the law, right? God chose a people and then gave them the law. And out of that, God produced himself in human form. The perfect iteration of the song, the melody, right? Right. The main point of the song, the hook, the melody. Mm-hmm. But you have to have the intro first. You have to have the verse first, right? Before you can get to the melody. Before you can get to the hook. And so that's Jesus. And it makes the whole thing come together into one cohesive thing that makes sense. And is beautiful. Hmm. And I think the Holy Spirit is the mechanism that's given to us now, to us now, to help finish the song. Gotcha. Because it's we're it now fully integrated back into it. You see, Adam had control of the beasts of the air and the birds of the field, right? Mm-hmm. The birds of the field, the beasts of the field, and the birds of the <laughs> air, right? Yeah, smoking them. He was he was he was master of the domain. He right. was singing the song. Yeah, and just like in, God in had, had sung. Yeah, and then he lost. He forgot the words. Right, and then God had to teach us the words again through the law and through Christ. So that and through Christ, so that we could then once again, as we were supposed to do, pick up the mantle and remember the words and sing. Hmm. And how do we do that? <laughs> Fuck if I know. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Good stuff. Very well. I didn't answer your question. I didn't tell you how to access the Holy Spirit. No, you didn't. You get, you were like, basically, it's like, here's why you're going to want to access the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna, I got I, that I down. That's t- why I asked, I will man. tell you, it's, it's, like a, it's like a DMT trip. Yeah. Like, you don't, you can't tell somebody about it. Yeah. Because telling them about it is going to make them go into their trip wanting to emulate yours. Or wanting to see what you saw, uh-huh. and it's never going to be the same for two different people, and it's your trip. Yeah. Okay? Have you done DMT? No, I haven't. You want to? I do, one day, yes. Let's do it. I want to try it. Let's do it. Yeah, maybe. We'll, um, go, we'll go to the jungle. We'll have to see. Get us, get ourselves a shaman. <laughs> um, or we could just go to Elon's house. But I have experienced- We, we can all do hallucinogens and he can tweet I have again. experienced <laughs> a couple times in my life that yeah. I can remember yeah. being fully charged with the power of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And it's been in situations when I have been thinking and meditating on something for quite a while, coming up with an idea and a hypothesis about religion or about Bible verses or 
or about philosophy or whatever, right? right. And some, a lot of, most of my hypotheses are shit. Most of my little <laughs> mental things I think about up in my mind when I'm pacing around drinking my rum and coke and I just smoked. <laughs> it's a beautiful I, picture. I, I did last night for like two hours thinking about some stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and, and I've always done that. But those times in life when I'm talking to another person and it's my maybe dumb hypothesis, my dumb connecting dots, my dumb putting a piece of the puzzle that I didn't have there before. Right. Whether it fits or not. And in, when I'm telling it to them, suddenly it becomes exactly what they need to hear. I didn't intend for it to be exactly what they needed to hear, but it is. Right. And I know, and I get a sense that I know what I'm saying is absolutely true in my very bones. Yeah. And I'll get this little, little tingle. Mostly just from adrenaline, mostly just from, you know, it's not the Holy Spirit physically making me. It's my body making me because right. I'm having this epiphany of sorts because that's the way my mind I'm, works. You've done that for me, though, haven't you? Have you experienced that when you've done that with me? Maybe once or twice. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But that's just how my mind works. So that's, Well, on the receiving end, I've, yeah. I've been there. If that's, that's how my mind works, and that's yeah. how it manifests for me, right. I think. The power of the Holy Spirit and other people it manifests in different ways. So it's not it's uh, there's no there's no roadmap. Magical to, recipe. Yeah. yeah, the Pentecostals are big into it. They say you just try to speak in tongues, and once you can speak in tongues, bam, bam, you baptism got it. of the Holy Spirit. You got it. You got the Holy Spirit in you. <laughs> you get a fur. You get a fur. You get a jet. You get a jet. Big booty bitch for you. <laughs> <laughs> you get slain in the spirit. You get slain in the spirit. You get slain in the spirit. I'm the ghetto Oprah. Um, <laughs> now, I sent you the screenshot, and you probably didn't. Re- I, I, you haven't been replying to things in the group thread. You've been all mopey been, and shit. You know, I have been mopey, but uh, and that's understandable. Depressed as shit on Sunday, but I expect you back now. Um, no, but I sent you that that conversation I was having with my sister about Kanye West. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was funny because I was really, <laughs> and it, it was weird, but sort of in this whole context. And I don't know if it was because your grandma or whatever, but sort of in this whole context, I think because of the message on Sunday about the Holy Spirit and stuff. I was thinking about Kanye West, and I was just like, like, is there? Am I? Am I? Like, am I full of bullshit when I tell people Kanye is a genius? Because mm-hmm. that's possible. That's certainly possible. Or. Is there is there a thread and is there a, a message and a thing things that he's trying to communicate? Not in like a, a you know stoned out you know meth head way or whatever, or trying to connect the dots or he's gonna reveal the secrets of the universe. But like I'm like, is there really something that he's trying to communicate? And I was thinking about certain songs like Ultra Light Beams and different things about different themes and ideas that come out in some of his work. And I was just kind of thinking in that context of like, because because my sister asked me, I think this is what spawned it off. Because she asked me, she's like, is Kanye a Christian? And I was like, well, I don't know. He's claimed to be before. He yeah. has. Um, certainly, if you were going to judge, you would probably say no. Yeah. But <laughs> I think according to scripture, we're not supposed to do that. Right? Um. So, yeah, I mean, I was just kind of curious, like, how that how that works. Because he's claimed to do DMT and stuff before, and mm-hmm. and even those as as um, what's the word as as meaningless as the videos that he did the other week were about you know because they were about don't talk shit on my wife. I don't yeah. know if you ever want to watch them, but they were stupid. But he kept using this verbiage of that didn't sit right in my spirit. He kept talking about the spirit. Yeah, and I was like, what's this dude right here, what the fuck is he talking about? You know, I don't know. 
But I don't have any of that. Yeah. I just listen to your bullshit. That's as close as I come so to So that's believing. one of the reasons why and, my my favorite album by his and one of my favorite albums, period, is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Because it is an occult ritual to himself and his own ego. My Beautiful Dark Twisted to Fantasy. To try and get rid of it? Or what do you mean? No, it's 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 him. It's his ultimate ritual to himself, to his own ego. But then recognizing that this simply is... I've created the image, the icon of Kanye West now, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going, as as Kanye, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to pay tribute to Kanye West, the rapper, <laughs> yeah. and separate myself, I think, a little bit. Yeah. By putting some of that stuff on Friends Street, like Power, right? That yeah. song, the song Power, yeah. right? Uh, All the Lights, which is about excess, right? And and celebrating just the it's 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 a party song, right? Mm-hmm. Monster, right? It's the dark urges, right? It's the the terrible monster you really are inside. Um, Runaway mm-hmm. is about I mean, it's running away from from that, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the last songs on the album, I think like third to last, second to last, something like that. Um, the uh, that one song that we went out one time by, um, I just think it's the sermon by Farrakhan, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget the name of it. But yeah. yeah. Who will oh, survive? Who in, de- yeah. Who will survive, survive in America? America. Yeah. Who will survive in America? That's about the American excess and how literally America is this occult ritual, and I, I think for a large extent it is. It's yeah. It's the start of the work of John D. back in the 16th century. Um, but like that mindset too, and if you if you think about that. And that album in particular, too, like, because certainly his more, I think, thought-provoking work has come after that. Mm-hmm. Right? Gra- gra- graduation and, and... Yeah, and, a little bit. Like, those are fun albums, and they have great stuff, too, and I can go into that. But, like, his more... It's stuff that really makes you go, What's, what, are we, what are we really trying to say here? Yeah. That stuff has come after that. But that's also, that's also when he but, went from being, like, Yeezy, Right. Right. He became Yeezy to a point. And right. then you have the album come out with... Uh, Yeezus. Uh, yeah, Yeezus. But you also had the album that come out with, uh, before that, Watch the Throne. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Which, Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne for why? Why, we, why do we need to watch the throne? Mm. To see who's going to ascend on, onto that throne. Hmm. And then Yeezus comes out, right? Yeah. But you also have... Uh, watch the I don't see why mo- more people don't get this, but it's... it's uh, Or like what uh, Jay-Z... Yeah, Jay Z. Right? Jay Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who? What's his, one of his nicknames? Jay. Jay. What else? Um, I don't know. I don't Hova. Know. Yeah, Hova. That's true. Oh, <laughs> Jay Hova. Okay. And Jesus. I mean, come on. What? How? How more blatant do you need to be? Yeah. This is this is using Christianity, or at least. A semblance of it, of some sort, or, or yeah. at least the the power that the Abrahamic religions have in this world spiritually, yeah, yeah. and piggybacking on that <laughs> to make a fuckload of money, setting no. <laughs> yourself up as an imitation of that, yeah, in order to feed off that energy, yeah, and I think that's what Watch the Throne really is, and I think that's yeah. what My Beautiful Dark Tw- Twisted Fantasy was really about, which was getting rid of. But the does that make Kanye Satan because they're beefing and don't talk now? Because he, 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 I don't know. But uh, 
Supposedly Watch Throne 2 is in the works. I don't I don't know if you yeah, saw well. what he tweeted and said that. But but then again, we'll these see. days he tweets a lot of shit. Yeah. And it's and it's some of it's some of it's coherent, some of it's not. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. Um yeah, but I because I think about that in that context, because people make fun of me and they're like, wow, can I use an asshole? <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. And but I really listen to it for like so much more than that. And and it really sets me down these paths of meditating is probably a strong word, but thinking about these things and how they tie in and how they tie in for me and how they tie into the world mm. and the universe and spirituality and the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe I just wanted to take a long-handed way to get you to talk about Kanye again. Because I know... <laughs> Look at that. Man had to talk about his Nana and Kanye in one episode. Terrible. Fell for it again. Fell to, to, trapped again. <laughs> Addison Todd, you bastard. Well, Got me you know, again. I really like him. I don't know. Reminds me of the Todd Howard memes on 4chan. <laughs> um, I did bring something real, though. Oh. If you want to talk about it. How far in are we? Should we? Is that it? Is it just Nana, Nana and Yeezus? <laughs> Nana and Yeezy? We're, we're in an hour. We can. Uh... Let's talk about this, and then we can. Yeah, okay. Then we can knock off. Uh, that Cardinal baseball They've been playing for 25 minutes Oh I'm sorry I'm sorry Playoff baseball Playoff baseball Who's I, I won this last week In fantasy football Fantastic <laughs> <laughs> Okay Man oh, Just check the score Oh Man, no Dang it Are, Is the sports ball Doing the bad it, sports do, Just do your thing And I'm get over sorry. Get it over with So I can go Wallow Yeah uh, September 24th 6.54pm <clears throat> Yesterday of course Uh huh Nothing but the latest and greatest news here. I'm going to give that some thought. Uh, it's from the Washington Post. Wapo, 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 wapo. Yeah. Which ordinarily I'm not a fan of, and I don't think Jeff Bezos should own a newspaper. I've said that publicly before, and I'll say it again. However, this, what I believe is an editorial. It's very interesting, Matthew. Hmm. Someone in the context of what kind of I've been talking about with some friends and a little bit with my wife and stuff. So this idea now, and I haven't followed this Kavanaugh bullshit. I really, really haven't. Um, but my buddy was asking me, he's like, and it's sort of that age old thing, which I, I'm really, really hesitant to take this line of thinking because I do think that it is, is in cases of actual assault and actual rape and uh, those sorts of things. I think that it's really bad to have this line of thinking, mm-hmm. but it's that same old age old. Well, can we just accuse anybody with no evidence? You know, it's that yeah. line of thinking, right? Yeah. And I've seen it a lot in my echo chamber. A lot of folks have that mindset. And I and I haven't said anything like that at all because, like I said, I, I really don't want to do that because I think if you were victimized, I think there may be a whole host of reasons why you didn't say anything at the time and those aren't really for me to judge. Yeah. Now, do I think that people accuse people for political and financial gain? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And that's been proved. Yeah. People have cried rape before and it's been totally wrong. That's a thing. It happens. Right? Yeah. That being said, uh, it's from the Washington Post. We no longer want to just win. We want to destroy. And that's the headline that got me. I was like, uh, there might be something here. One of the dubious advantages of the Supreme Court nomination battle is how it brings into the open some of the vicious ideological arguments that are normally hidden by shame and discretion. That has certainly been true on the right, with some figures demonstrating a callousness toward the charge of attempted rape that would presumably change if their own children were even remotely threatened. On different issues, this has been a revealing moment on the left as well. 
asked this past weekend by CNN's Jake Tapper if Supreme Court nominee Brett M. Kavanaugh deserves a presumption of innocence. Senator Mazzy Hirono, Democrat from Hawaii, offered a curious response. She argued that Kavanaugh's dis- denial of sexual misconduct is less credible because he, quote, has an ideological agenda that's very outcome driven. And I can sit here and talk to you about some of the cases that exemplify his, in my view, inability to be fair in the cases that come before him. Hirono added, quote, he very much is against women's reproductive choice. So there are many indications of his own lack of credibility, end quote. Mm -hmm. It is not in this. And this guy says exactly what's on my mind about that. It is not easy to unpack an argument that was packed so haphazardly. (laughs) But Hirono appears to be contending that Kavanaugh is more prone to lie about sexual assault because his approach to judicial interpretation is extreme and deceptive. And because he is probably opposed to Roe versus Wade. These beliefs, she seems to be saying, are indications of his bad character. It is not easy to, oh, uh, at one level, this is an indication of an outcome orientation that has seized partisans on both sides in the Supreme Court slash culture war slash cage match politics of our day. Given the stakes of the nomination battle, politicians and advocates are willing to wield any charge that comes to hand from the very serious to the barely coherent. But why this particular charge? Does Hirono actually believe that being pro-life, something Kavanaugh, by the way, has not acknowledged, and a judicial conservative makes someone more prone to lie about attempted rape? I guess it depends. The argument might go, conservatives who talk about judicial restraint are really seeking the outcome of making abortion illegal. This is a form of deception. And because violating the autonomy of women in this argument is inherently misogynistic, well, therefore, Kavanaugh is naturally an anti-woman liar. Set aside for the, set aside for a moment the question of Kavanaugh's guilt or innocence. That depends on the facts of the case or cases, which should be carefully and fairly, fairly examined. The question I have for my liberal friends is different. Has Hirono let slip what you think when people, people like me, call themselves judicial textualists who are also pro-life? Do you think this is not just mistaken thinking but a sign of absent integrity? I also want to set aside the merits of the abortion issue itself. I only ask, is it possible to believe, as a matter of principle, that rootless judicial activism is anti-democratic and dangerous? It is feasible that some people are genuinely disturbed by a medical... Is it feasible that some people are genuinely disturbed by a medical procedure that begins with two genetically distinct human beings and ends with one? Is it reasonable to credit the good intentions of millions of men and women who want the circle of inclusion and protection to include every human life at every stage of development? And it goes on further there, but like that's sort of the mindset. Like we're so polarized and so much against each other and so much all of this issue bullshit that now it's because he's anti this, he's X, 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 X. Mm. And I think you see this so much in the case of the president too, who I'm not a fan of for many reasons, but like all the shit about, about him and and what he supposedly is and what he supposedly believes. And he's a racist and he's an admitted and brags about, about uh, abusing women. That's just insanity. Yeah. On both sides of that coin, in my opinion. Yeah. But, well, three women have come forward uh, about Kavanaugh in the past oh, week. Oh, have they? Yeah. And I haven't followed So there's a third one now. Um, yeah, I don't know uh, if he gets confirmed or not, maybe. I honestly don't care if he gets confirmed. Oh, I don't He's either. just going to be the, nec- like 100%. the next one. 100%. You know, he's just... it's Supreme Court's not going to change. 
the the no. way they've been going with decisions for the last fifty years, just because one guy happens to want to overturn Roe v. Wade, is not going to happen. Yeah. Um. Which apparently, and he notes in there, he hasn't admitted that he wants to do. So it's. Um. I I see uh, how this could benefit Trump, and that him his next nomination will will be easier because such a hard fight was put up with this one. Like, okay, I, I all right, we'll get rid of Kavanaugh, but you're going to let me have the next one. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's right. how politics Take works. Take the easy one, yeah. Um, but uh, because you know, you can't play this card again. Like, if he, if he, if he, his next nomination, like, you can't have somebody coming out the last week he before he's confirmed saying that he raped her or tried to rape her. Yeah. Oh, you can't do that again to the next candidate. No. Because he'll probably... Because then pretty instantly it's like, Okay, this is the plan. Well, he'll probably he'll <laughs> probably pull a Phil Schlafly clone out of his pocket and it'd be like, it'd be like anti Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? We have two have two Gin, Ginsburgs on the on the panel, and this is, um, this is part of the point too. This this paragraph right here, this is the moral risk of extreme political polarization. Yeah, dehumanization. Yes, yes. In our circumstance, it has emerged in the bipartisan dehumanization of political opponents and in the nativist dehumanization of certain groups: migrants, refugees, and Muslims. Yeah. Not my personal ones that I get all up in arms about, but I get what he's saying. This is not politics as usual. It is political pyromania. Our democracy is designed for disagreement. It is broken by mutual contempt. Yeah. And that's what we have. I mean, it's not a democracy, but... Uh, well, the republic, yeah. if you will. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you get the, the vibe of that article? Because mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, well, holy shit, because... And and that's why I did what I did with Facebook today because I'm like I just keep scrolling and it's all these people on one side or the other and then and then 35 comments of them beating other people up yeah over it. Uh, let me ask you a question: uh, How many news articles, news stories, headlines on Reddit uh-huh. have you have you scrolled by that have talked about that one court case that Kavanaugh had that was a little controversial? I don't, but I've 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 intentionally avoided it. So if okay. you're looking for a big number, n- none that I've seen. Oh, I haven't been intentionally avoiding it, and uh, there there none. I've come across none, zero. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's because he raped somebody, man. Hold on, we have hold to on, focus hold on. on that. But even before the, those allegations came out, it was never about right a court like looking at his court cases to see whether or not he was a qualified candidate. It was to about, be a judge, by the way. Exactly. It was about <laughs> looking in his previous decisions and yeah. how he logically thought his thought those decisions out. And because every judge, when they make a decision, especially one that's uh, a federal circuit court judge, right. they don't just say guilty, move on. They, you know, <laughs> moving right along. They don't say no. This is the law. Move along. They 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 gave a sermon as to why. Yeah. Like they lay out their argument as to why they're making the decision that they make. Right. Okay. Maybe not in criminal, but certainly in. Imp- in how they interpret the law, you know? Right. But no one has questioned that. It's So it's not like his actual judge job. Right. It's has the, nothing to do with qualification. It's number one. They're slinging... So all they're doing is slinging mud at him, right? Mm-hmm. And why? Number Why are they lo- slinging mud and not looking at his actual court uh, decisions? Because number one, because Trump nominated him. Yeah. And no matter who Trump nominates... Right. The media is going to say that it's terrible, racist, bigoted, sexist, misogynistic, homophobic, transphobic, gender fluid phobic, Islamophobic, <laughs> right, pedophilia phobic, right. No matter what, that's what they're going to say. 
just because it's just because it's Trump and that's the tr- the talking point. Yeah. Any way you can bash Trump, you have to bash Trump. It's if a necessity. If, if, you're if any, you want a job. If you're anything but Fox <laughs> News. Yeah. Right? Seriously, if you're anything but Fox News in any sort of media, whether that's entertainment or news or whatever. No. Not on this program. Yeah. I'll have you know. The only re- reason why the sports celebrities, athletes haven't started bashing on Trump is because they're sp- specifically, like, in their contracts, you do not make political statements ever. Matt, I hate to tell you about this. Um, but I think it was last year, a black man nailed for the anthem. And that's why I, he's not, I hate to tell you that. That's why he's not playing but, football anymore. <laughs> no, he's not playing football because he's a shitty quarterback. Well, he'll, but, but that's the point. He has been, like, you, you can make the argument that the NFL, he wasn't good enough to hack it. Right. The truth of the matter is the NFL blackballed him because there is a huge amount of money that is underwritten. Yeah. By the United States military, specifically for the NFL. The NFL is always sponsored by the Navy, U.S. Marines, U.S. Army, right? It's always sponsored by one of a branch of government every single game. Every single game. Yeah. And in baseball, every sing- not every single game, but but so much, of a lot of the time, you know, hey, it's on- every team has to have Honor the Veterans Day or Active Service Member Day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or remember the fallen day. Every single one. Mm-hmm. You know? The only sport not affected by it is soccer, and that's because the spot, soccer's not they an American sport. don't give a shit. <laughs> well, soccer's not an American sport and never will be. Right. Because you only have one commercial break. Right. You know? During halftime, and that's it. <laughs> so you can't make money in the United States f- for a corporation off soccer. Anyway, sports ran aside. <clears throat> the villain of the of Trump is uh, an epidemic. Not because Trump doesn't deserve to be villainized. I certainly think he does, especially in his White House appointments, like Stephen Mnuchin. Stephen Mnuchin's still in the White House, guys. Still one of the re- main reasons why everybody lost their retirement eight years ago. Still one, you know, like big wig, heavy player at Goldman Sachs, Stephen Mnuchin, still in the White House. Yeah. Still running the Treasury. The guy who robbed the American people blind and then got away with it with Goldman Sachs and <laughs> Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. Right. Uh, guess what? Yeah. They gave one of the Position number one of power. <laughs> number one criminals yeah. who stole wealth from the, the U.S. people. They gave him a position. They of power. gave him. They put him in charge of the Treasury of all the money. Um, Matt, why don't you get out of here with your bullshit that actually matters, please? Anyway. Can, can we talk about can we talk about how the gays and the blacks are looked down on? Trump may please. be a villain, but will you please call him a villain <laughs> for the right reasons and right. not these emotionally charged bullshit arguments? Right. right. That it's so obvious, and this is what I, this is. I get so angry. I get so angry when you do when somebody gets emotional. I see somebody else get emotionally charged and hating on Trump mm-hmm. or whatever it is, not just Trump, but hating on something. Because of the emotional argument they saw in the news. Yeah. It's an argument that is not based in facts or reason or even what actually happened. It's all on the emotion, the distorted emotional thought. And it really is, it's the news media, it's, it's a 24-hour cable cycle, implanting a thought virus, a thought demon on you yeah. to manipulate your past traumas. Mm-hmm. The traumas you've experienced in your past. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The the or or just even the strong emotional ties you have, right? My mom was so worked up over that uh, that Trump separating kids at the border. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! 
because she's a mom and she has very strong feelings for her children, right? Yeah. And so that to her was the ultimate, like the hey, everyone's a little misogynistic sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, everyone grabs a little no pussy. one really likes the gays we'd all be more comfortable with less melanin in our neighborhoods <laughs> so she's kind of she let that slide but messing with families messing with moms and their children yeah that's just not having it. and so it emotionally charged her to hate trump irrationally because she should be hating on ronald reagan because he was the one who set it up right you know that witch nancy <laughs> Um, so that, for example, and it makes me so angry because, because you're, you've been brainwashed. You're, you are buying into the lie, the lie that is anti-truth. Yeah. The lie that has no basis in actual factual events. It's simply making you feel and then making you react. Feelings. It's chimping out. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that has racist connotations to say chimp out, (laughs) but it, it's when somebody, Right, a chimpanzee, just blind rage. Yeah, for out of nowhere, for no reason, because they're wild <laughs> animals. Yeah, and when they're you, actually hateful, I've I've heard yeah. I've heard like chimps will like like kill members of the pack just because fuck them, just yeah. like like they'll they'll do that sort of thing. Yeah, um, but chimping out right is you becoming emotional, irrationally emotional, and then acting out in an aggressive, yeah, violent manner. Yeah. Becoming irrationally emotional and then acting out. I mean, how many political organizations and groups and ideologies <laughs> does that perfectly personify? Yeah, right? on the left and the right, both the left and the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that—that—that's what I'm saying. And, and it's, it's a little—it's—it's it's a little kid kicking their kicking their heels in the middle of a grocery store, right? Next to an exasperated mom who's just like, "All right, fuck, fuck it, tie yourself out. You'll fall asleep earlier, right? You fucking cunt." <laughs> exactly. I've been there. But then it, it's that—it's this idea of dehumanization. Yeah. Because like I—I I think that's kind of the goal. Well, like, I mean, like that, you, that's, you have that's to what hate I meant by... the other side. You can't just you know because and I had a conversation with with my buddies over the weekend who one. One buddy of mine, it's his hill to die on. Seriously, it's his hill to die on um, uh, this issue of abortion. Yeah. And he, he believes that his life's mission, politically and and so on and so forth, should be against abortion. And that's fine. That's that's yeah. his business. I don't, you know, but I, I tried to approach it this weekend from a different perspective than I have in the past because it's like, well, that's your opinion and that's fine. Yeah, believe that and most certainly act on it because we live in the country we have the goddamn freedom to. Yeah. Like, you should be able to do that. And I should be able to believe what I want to believe, that the Federal Reserve is the single most important thing that we should handle right now for our children and our children's children. Yeah. I think that's the number one. I Because he asked me that. He's like, well, they're, what, they're, what would you say is number one? I'm like, the Federal Reserve. Yeah. Like, it's a decades-long institution that's stealing from everybody and is sort of rigging the whole system. Yeah. And and that's number one. Yeah. For for me. You know? And I mean, maybe that'll change. Either way. I don't it, know. It, but they're they're both very important issues. Uh you know, I used to think it's a child, not a choice. Yeah. It's a human life. Yeah. Now I'm more like it's it's a human sacrifice that these <laughs> These mothers are, are making these, yeah. these mothers are making. Yeah, they are choosing to kill their own child, right. And doing a dark, dark, Luciferian, satanic thing, right, to another person in their body. And it is one hundred percent. Hold on, it's one hundred percent to satisfy their own conveniences mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. to get rid of responsibility. Yeah. So it's going. It's it's committing a a 
life-altering, unholy uh, crime against nature itself. Yeah. To the God of convenience, and we've I've, I've gone over this. Oh, on the, the God show of before. convenience. Yeah. That's, okay. That's a pet peeve, God of yours. I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> and at the same, you know, um, so. We'll probably never, just because of how decadent and how we haven't been able to stop the landslide of of Western decadence and the really world degeneracy right. for hundreds of years. So what's going to stop it now, right? right. We're probably never going to get rid of Roe versus Wade. Probably mm-hmm. never. But if we did, and we did under Trump, he said it more than once. It would be federally illegal. Like there would be no. He would. He wouldn't overturn. He would overturn Roe v. Wade, but. It would be a federal mandate that it's applicable at a state level. So if a state decides to be a pro-life state, they're pro-life. Yeah. If a state decides to be a, you know, pro-choice, pro-choice state, yeah. they can be pro-choice. Which honestly, oh, that's how I think it should be, anyways. But yeah, it would it would it would be a good idea. It would be going going back, taking a step backwards to being closer to a republic again. Number one, right. Uh, number two, it would uh, it would mean that all the liberals. And all the Democrats would move to those states, and you'd have <laughs> yeah. every single state, every single year, would either go red or blue, red or blue, red or blue, red or blue, and it would just be you'd be a blue state for the rest of existence, because that's where all the liberals and people who want to kill their babies move to, and the good, <laughs> God fearing, trustful white okay. people would move to the red states. <laughs> that's disrespectful. Um, yeah, or you know, just cross state lines, and then that way you just move smack dab to the middle of red state. Red state, never see another person with melanin in their skin again. <laughs> Be fantastic. <laughs> I don't really believe that. But did, you know, uh, th- you have black friends. There were six- the guy you buy weed from, right? No, it's not black. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke, Matt. Yeah, well, saying that all black people sell weed. You know, I mean they do, but <laughs> <laughs> they really do. Yeah. Um, they they do, or they have a family member that does. Well, but that's almost the case with everybody now. Well, <laughs> like that's you can almost that's be, I actually, mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I listened to that THC episode the other day though about weed. Uh huh. Did you listen to that? Maybe the guy, the, the guy who was the author of Libra Four Twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And all yeah. that that bullshit about weed in the Bible and the burning mm-hmm. bush and the, yeah, yeah. the holy of holies. There's some people that think that that was a cannabis infused ritual of some yeah. sort. What do you, th- what do you, ma- you what do you make of that? You think that's the case? Uh, I think, think that, that they were in a lot of ancient religions, they uh, they they did they a lot of ancient they religions used, used drugs. Right? Yeah. You think Christianity is one of them? Mm, maybe. Yeah. Maybe Jesus did turn that water into wine. Yeah. But was it cannabis infused wine? I don't know. Which is a th- which was a thing in ancient times. Yeah, yeah. And it's becoming a thing now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, be interesting. Um. Anyways, I guess it about does it. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I got to let you get to sports ball here. I got to go change my laundry. Oh. And uh, among other things, oh, life's so convenient sometimes. So inconvenient sometimes. Anyway, uh, yeah. This has been Give That Some Thought. It has been Give That Some Thought. I'm uh, I'm Matt. And I'm Addison. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in audio land. All the way my Savior leads me What have I to ask beside Can I doubt his faith?
been my guide Heavenly peace Divinest comfort Have I faith in Him to dwell For I know whatever for me Jesus doeth all things well All of the way my Savior leads me And He cheers each winding path I tread Gives me strength for every trial Feeds me with the living bread Though my weary steps may falter And my soul thirst may be Gushing from a rock before me Though a spring joy I see And all the way has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.